Welcome back to yet another dope episode of Tits and Teeth with your girls, Jen and Kai. Today we've got the stunning, quirky, and talented beyond compare, AJ Bridell with us. Mm. Who is she? Like, I've, I've never heard of her. Wink. Just kidding. <laughs> AJ did not come empty-handed to her Tits and Teeth interview. Oh no, she brought us some double-stuffed Oreos. Oh, hell yeah, she did. We chat with AJ about her inner foodie and the excellent experience she just had overseas, post-secondary education and the business, and her future aspirations and goals. AJ is truly a freaking legend. Ugh, you love her. Don't even worry about it. But first, we gotta hear the tops and tails of the week with Jen and Kai. Hi, my love. It's the tops and tails of the week with Jen and Kyla. So my twop is, and you've been telling me this for a while, is to watch Kath and Kim on Netflix, which is an Aussie show, and in the most Aussie of ways. Like, they're so serious, but so funny. Anytime, uh, is is Kath the older one? Mm -hmm. Yes. Kath is the mom. Yeah. She's like, come in here, you hunk of spunk, is everything. Anytime she says hunk of spunk, she's... Kimmy. Yeah. Kimmy. Look at me. Kimmy. Look at me. And I'm obsessed that like they're playing mother and daughter but are basically the same age. And but the the younger one is acting like a fucking teenager. She's everything. <laughs> She's such a little shit, eh? She's always I love it. Mm-hmm. Look, Mum, treat him mean, keep him keen, alright? <laughs> There's so many one liners in it that could be full catchphrases but they don't acknowledge it and that's why it's so funny <laughs> like they don't they, there's no wink to anything it's just said it's thrown out and everyone is still like dead serious it's so I funny oh I also love the neighbor who comes over what's her name Sharon oh Sharon what's that on your face love Sharon oh it's a monkey bite Mrs. D <laughs> oh Sharon what's that on your face love oh it's a pash rash Mrs. D <laughs> So Sharon oh, got so famous so in Australia um, that she became, like, everyone was like, oh, Sharon. So they gave her, like, so many television ads, and her most famous one was oh. Jetstar, which is a um, an airplane company. And so she's in the ad, let's fly Jetstar, <laughs> and we do a star <laughs> jump and just fall over. It's brilliant. Anyway, Sharon. Sharon, at least she's got a sport, Sharon. <laughs> I was that with her sport. At least she said it. Yeah, she loves netball. She loves netball. So, you guys, <laughs> Kath and Kim on Netflix, get into it. So, that's the top. Mm-hmm. And then my tail. Life is good. Don't have a tail. But the tail is literally when we have. I love doing these interviews. I love doing this podcast. But when you're not. When you're on the other side of the screen. You know what? I'd really like a hug or a high five from our guests. Because they're so lovely. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I'd love to be there. And I miss it. I definitely miss it. Yeah. I liked having the last couple of guests. I also enjoyed you having the last couple of guests as well. I know. <laughs> I was like, this is so freaking nice. I was like, I'm just going to show up. That's what I have to do. I was like, this is the best day ever. I, I sat here in my grout fit and ate baby bells and... It's spicy salami. <laughs> okay. So, I went to Lisa Horner's concert last night. Yeah, you did. Mm. 
And let me tell you, Sasha Dennis singing Bridge Over Troubled Troubled Water with an Aretha Franklin arrangement with like a 50-person choir behind her. It was amazing. That was amazing. Um, Jeff Madden, the original Frankie Valley in T.O. and Australia, played trumpet and sang songs for us. Lisa, of course, was perfect. Um, she sang a song that Bob Foster wrote, and Bob Foster was sitting right there, and like it just like tears. And then, like, talking about her parents, it was just beautiful, and it was so nice, and I think that, you know, the whole night went well for her, and that's what is important, and it was really nice. It was just a beautiful thing. My real, but, like, while I was there, there was an elderly gentleman who was sitting next to me, and he had a cane that had, like, a curve on top of the cane, and he walked in, and he was using his cane, and then he sat down, and he picked up his cane, and he used that cane to scratch his back. <laughs> and I thought, perfect. <laughs> That's what I want to be when I grow up. A hundred percent. I was like, that is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Also, there's so much to look forward to in this life <laughs> that like, you can just have your cane and scratch your back as well. I mean, I was like, I'm in love with that bloke. And- I said, it's basically have your cake and eat it too. Come on now, it was too good. Um, and then my tails... <laughs> Um, I, it's just that I haven't really had the chance to see my husband of late. Um, I'm very proud yeah. of him. He's doing wonderful things. He's um, playing Buddy the Elf at Theatre Aquarius right now. It's amazing. But um, we opened the musical on the same day, so we were both in check. Yeah. We've had opposite schedules as well. We both haven't been rehearsing on the street 10 to 6, so... Um, yeah, so we just haven't seen each other very much, which is fine. We'll see each other soon, but I do miss him. So that's my only tales, if I had to think of one. That's it, y'all. All right. It is time for 60 Seconds with the Godfather. Who's the Godfather? Jen and Kai are the Godfather. Who are we with? AJ Bridell. Hey. What is she doing? Answering rapid fire questions in 60 seconds are you ready like as ready as i'm ever going to be so let's <laughs> do this it's time for 60 seconds with a godfather 60 seconds with a godfather not 20 not 30 not 40 not 50 it's 60 seconds with a godfather <laughs> three two one what is your hogwarts house at uh, gryffindor with a uh, hufflepuff face um weirdest place you've ever lost something in uh, uh, don't forget uh, what stuff. you've ever lost something in. I hear you lose your stuff in. Oh, weird I places. lose everything. Weird, weirdest thing. Oh, I found my uh, mail key in a cab once. I don't know how <laughs> it got there. Anyway, um, okay. Puffy vests are back. How do you feel about it? I have way too many, and I'm not proud of it. <laughs> is your apartment already decked out for Christmas? It absolutely is. Two foot Christmas song. Tree. You song you rock out in the car too. Oh, um, I, I tend to, I, I tend to listen to, what is it called? Oh, um, uh, and I said, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love it. Good, and you nailed it. Um, what's up, one on one? What's your spirit animal? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, Jordan Ma. <laughs> I'm, wait, what? Oh, okay. Is that your natural hair color? What? Um, like very close. I'm more of a I'm more of a straw blonde. Is it over? It's I over. didn't make it very far. Oh, that's so embarrassing. But they were great. What good. did you say your spirit animal is? Um, Jordan Ma, the person. The, the person, actor. not even an animal. I was like, wait, I'm thrown for a loop. <laughs> okay, what do you say, Kai? Round two. 
Yeah, let's go. Ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Oh, me. Um, can you do the worm? Um, I haven't tried in a while, but I used to be able to. Give us your best riff. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Are you a better cook or a better eater? Um, cook. Oh, I eat, cook. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's such a lie. <laughs> do you always claim your farts? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. How competitive are you in a drinking game? Very competitive. I've lost friends. <laughs> do you have cute toes or not so cute toes? I have really cute toes. I'm proud of that. Okay, favorite pastry? Oh, uh, croissant. <laughs> are you a food junkie? I am a food junkie. I am a food junkie. Oh, guys, we have 10 seconds left. What's your favorite dinosaur? Mm. Come on. What's your favorite dinosaur? Let's go. It's got to be a T-Rex. How does it get any better than that? Thank God somebody finally said T-Rex. Who says anything else? Or like raptors. I like a long neck. A long neck. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well done, friend. Wow. You did it. I said some things I shouldn't have you said. Did, it. did you? <laughs> I don't claim my farts. Does, does, does everybody always claim their own farts? I don't believe that. There's got to be scenarios I where you're always, like, I always claim my fart because they're disgusting and somebody needs to. <laughs> Somebody's got to take responsibility for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would. Like, if I had a bad fart in the elevator, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. You're a hero. It yeah. happened. I'm you're a hero. I didn't mean for it. We don't way. deserve you. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I will run. Kyla's like, I'm just a girl claiming a fox. <laughs> Living my I'm, best life. Yeah. If I'm purposely crop dusting, then no, I'm not claiming, but like I'm purposely like walking away from what's happening in a in an area of people I don't know. I'm just walking by your dinner table and farting like, and I'm not welcome. gonna tell you. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we talked about I'm, that, I'm guys. so happy that we covered I'm this. really, yeah, that was some important things <laughs> that we just covered there. All right, guy, you got the first question, baby girl. Favorite musical, dream role? Always. Favorite so musical? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, my favorite musicals I will probably never be in. Like, it's always like, like, Dream Girls is one of my favorite musicals. Simply... Obsessed. Yeah. With Dream Girls. Yeah. But like, I will never be in it. And I'm I'm fine with that. But, um, (laughs) so yeah, I, I, uh, Eliza Doolittle will be fun. That's up there for me. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. But I'm very lucky. A lot of the things, a lot of the parts that I really wanted to play as a kid, I've done. Like, Anne, Anne Shirley was that one that I was like, I have to play it. Yeah. That's a special role. I was just Super thinking, special. you look so much like Anne right now. Just like, <laughs> got a cute orange sweater, just like full. <laughs> could never hide in Charlottetown. I was like. <laughs> yeah, you literally oh, are I'm, Anne. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's it was good. fun. I was very, very very happy cool what has yeah. been some other ones that you're like that is a tick on the list uh, Peter Pan I didn't know I wanted to play that so bad but when I did that that was like this is this is the best everything what right? a like iconic fun um, role to play uh, did you fly um, I did flew a lot nice yeah I actually broke my nose on stage in that show oh yeah. did you run into a wall I flew into a wall girl I flew into a rock That's- Tom Allison was my um, my my hook, <laughs> and it happened right in front of him. Yeah, it was good. It was like Carrie does like, Peter Pan. It was <laughs> delightful. And I had to start singing because it was a panto. I had to start singing. Um, <laughs> um, I believe yeah. the the uh, Olympic anthem that I believe in the power that comes. <laughs> that one. 
And I was like, am I going to start singing this? Is this, is this what's going to happen? I was like, this is what Peter Pan's made of. Let's go. Was your nose bleeding? Yes, very much. Everywhere. It was like crooked. Like it was, I broke my nose. Like I was I just singing, into a I rock. believe. <laughs> yep. So I was like, there comes a moment when my heart was stand alone through blood. It was, it was perfect. Yeah. Peter Pan's a badass. That's what dreams are made of. <laughs> but we I, had a good I time. I felt like a hero in that moment. <laughs> um, all right, my love. Mm-hmm. You just got back from Europe. I did. Can you talk about what you were doing there? Is that... Like, medium talk about it. Mm. Um, totally. Yeah. Uh, I was a part of this um, curious voyage uh, theatrical experience with Talk is Free Theater. Cool. And um, at the end of this three to one day, depending on what um, ticket you bought, mm. experience, um, at the end of that, there was the secret musical, mm-hmm. um, which... Uh, I was uh, a part of, and only a part of. I wasn't a part of the day-long theatrical experience, just the musical part. So I got to do that, um, which was amazing. So it was it was a lot of fun. And How long to, were you guys there for? I was there for five weeks, and then I did a week um, of traveling with my mama. Um, but yeah, I was there for five weeks doing a little thing, and, you know, waking up every day, going to a museum, going to work. Yeah, had you been to London before? Never. Oh, never. Cool. So it was it was nice. Uh, every day was like we we never had any matinees. It was always because of the type of the actual experience it was. Yeah. Um, we never had any matinees, so I had until like three thirty off every day. So I I went ah. to countless museums and countless markets, um, and had the best time. And then of course, like the I don't, anyone who's ever been to London, like the culture is like you get off work and you go and you grab a beer yeah. or nine. Yep. Um, but then everything mm-hmm. closes at. 10 p.m. Like, yeah. nothing's ever open late enough for you to... Well, not nothing, but <laughs> you have to really look for the things that are open past 10 o'clock. Yeah, that's um, the weird thing about London. Like, it is such a drinking culture, but I've heard, yeah, it's not a late night. No. Culture. They're efficient. They are efficient. They yeah. drink a lot of beer in a short amount of time. Yeah. And then... After work beers. Yeah, which was yeah. nice, because I still got to, like, get up and go to some museums in the morning and be mm-hmm. like medium functional. Did you have favorite things <laughs> there? Um, yeah, I, I saw a lot of, again, mostly like markets and museums, um, but I went to the V&A a couple times, which is a, a museum, and I went to the Tate Britain was one of my favorites as well. I saw a lot of art. Like I got cool. really uh, obsessed with art again, which was... Um, Kind of nice. Did you see any theater oh. while you were there? I saw a lot of theater. Tell us about it. Oh my god, I saw Patti LuPone in company. company. Oh my god. Yeah. How very dare she sing um, Ladies Who Lunch. Oh my god. <laughs> she was so good. Perfect. It was epic. Mm-hmm. It was like a master class. It was, it was um, yeah, like one of the best things I've ever seen. Um, her performance specifically. Um, and then I saw Inheritance, and I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that. No, tell us about it. Um, it's like a new Angels in America. It's a two-piece, um, like, two-show mm. uh, experience. Mm. Uh, it's 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 called Inheritance. It is fast-paced, interesting, um, moving, uh, multidimensional play with so like such a minimal set and costumes everything is so about the script it's about the score it's about the it's about the content and it's about um 
the inheritance of the uh, uh, current gay community, I guess, is the best oh. way I can describe it. You need to watch it. You have to see it. Um, I think it's going to Broadway. God, it has to. I hope it comes to Toronto, and I hope it comes to Toronto soon, because it was the first part specifically. I think the best theatrical experience I've ever had. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Inheritance. Go and see it. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's yeah. playing at the West End right now. Yeah. So you saw that. You saw Company. Was there anything else that stood out to you that you were like, yes. Wow, quite a few. Um, well, that's the thing because it's so things. cheap and easy to go see theater yeah. on the West End. The tickets are like forty bucks for a West End show. Yeah, so, yeah, or I mean, forty pounds. Like, yeah, whatever. depending on the mm-hmm. <clears throat> depending on the day. Um, I saw Tennessee Williams' Summer in Smoke, which was fantastic. Um, I saw um, Mackers, and I saw uh, Romeo and Juliet at the Royal Shakespeare Company, which was incredible. Nice. Yeah, and I saw a lot. Oh, I saw. Um, Mitchell Cushman's uh, just directed this incredible show called um, uh, Ex-Boyfriend Yard Sale. And it was so good. Um, I'm hoping that comes to Toronto as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really great theater. Like, it's just, you know, it's everywhere. Would you ever want to work on the West End? I I would love to work on the West End to give living in London again a try. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would do, I would, I mean, I work, I work anywhere. Because you know you're, you're, because you're under 30, right? Um, yeah. You know that you can get, um, a working visa there in, like, a year working visa there. Seriously? Yeah. Um, so this is for everyone at home because we're all under the Commonwealth. Yeah. If you're under 31, um, and you want to live in London or Australia, you can do what's called a working holiday visa. What? And um, in so, you know, Australians or people living in England can come over to Canada and work here for two years, or you guys can work there for yeah. a year in those different countries. Um, hmm. It's about a two-week process. The visa is so easy. You can do it online. I believe it's about $140. How very there you go. Oh. Just so that you wow. know. So if you ever felt the need, to just make sure that you um, get that visa in before you're 31. Yeah, like living in mm-hmm. London, I albeit very it. expensive, it was amazing. I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I had that mm-hmm. those just five weeks of like really getting to know that that city on you know a better level than just going yeah, three like, or four days. You know when yeah. you do those trips. Like I went to Paris for two and a half days, and yeah. I was like, I didn't even scratch. Any no. surface, you can't, right? No, because you see the Eiffel Tower, you walk down yeah. there, you know. Yeah, the Champs Elysees. Yeah, exactly. Like, I did it. Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Dame. You don't really actually get to know. See the- two shows, and you're like, and drunk, uh, yeah. um, you know, yeah. champagne under the Eiffel Tower, and you're like, check, check, yeah. check. Were you there with me? Did you watch me? <laughs> I feel like we it's all like literally- have the same yeah. experience in Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're going to totally switch then and uh you are a graduate of the school of life yeah (laughs) aka you did go to post-secondary um tell us a bit about the journey into the biz and whether there were any life lessons you wish you had uh known in advance like maybe if theater school had given you a couple tools or just like show business is the best school totally and I, i think i think most people who have either gone to school or not would agree that working in the business is like the best education you'll get is actually yeah. being on the floor and, and doing the work um, and learning from the incredible people around you. But like there's so, there so many things that, um, especially, you know, when I was 21, 22, when people my age were coming out of Sheridan and Randolph and Ryerson, things that I, I started seeing the holes of what I didn't 
I didn't get because I didn't go to post-secondary. Um, I was going like to what, go. If you don't mind. No, no, no. Um, not at all. I was, I was supposed to go to Sheridan. Like, I was set up to go. And then um, I was lucky enough to have work. Yeah, and I had already been signed with Townhouse for a couple years. I signed halfway through high school. So how did that happen? I had the best drama teacher, John Watson, and he was he he was with Bruce, and he was like, "You need to sign with Townhouse." And I said, "Who was that?" (laughs) Sixteen year old AJ was like, "What do you mean?" Um, And then yeah, next thing I knew, I was. Repped by, you know, mm-hmm. the one and only. He's Mr. pretty amazing. Dean. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah. But coming out of, like, I was never a dancer dancer. I was always a, just, like, my parents knew I was dramatic and had a belter's voice. And they said, okay, I guess we'll put her in some community theater. Like, they didn't. And so I didn't realize I needed to actually learn how to dance in some way, shape, or form until like, <laughs> 13, 14. And, you know, uh, so I was really behind on that. Like, I can't, I, I, I can't believe how how like you guys the two of you like you could you could sing your faces off and dance your faces like kick your faces and all the stuff and I'm like I just didn't have that like that curriculum of waking up and going to that class and always and um learning those techniques like having it being built into your body um at a young age I just didn't I didn't have that for dance that's for sure um you're very coordinated, though. Yeah, yeah I can I move. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like, it's it's not the same, and that's okay. Like, yeah. it, that's because oh yeah, you know, I, I I haven't. You're I'm, I'm doing you're okay. Playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing um, roles that don't necessarily <laughs> demand okay. you to. <laughs> I mean, uh, but it's it's one of those things that you know. Obviously, everything everything is helpful. Yeah, you know. I wish I wish at like five I knew where I'd be and I could have you know begged my parents to teach me how to juggle and do all these you know speak seven (laughs) languages and all these like obviously I wish I I could bring all those skills into into the work that we do because they're all applicable yeah but um the one thing that I missed earlier on was just having the experience of going to school and learning and making mistakes Mm -hmm. in a in a yeah in a yeah. mistake accepting environment if totally. that makes sense. yeah crystal said on her mm-hmm. first episode here mm-hmm. she was like i remember making mistakes in front of people that would hire me yes yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's yeah. totally it like it, I, I broke my first job at 16 and yeah. for yeah. sure said things <laughs> and did things that were yeah. like the do's and don'ts of theater that I would, you know, God, now, right? <laughs> do you have an example? Do you oh remember a gosh. traumatic time where you were like, I love oh, that I like things like I would just, I didn't know the difference uh, between like walking into, uh, you know, one change room or the other and not knowing like, like it's all feeble. Like I don't have to ask or like singing after the half or, you know, things like that. Yeah, that, like, right. Etiquette. Singing someone else's song after the half at the five <laughs> while she's singing it. No, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like those are things that you don't, you don't think are offensive if you don't know that they're offensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 100%. Yeah. Those it's etiquette. Etiquette. The what? theater etiquette. You say- you say those things, and it doesn't mean that you go to school and you come out and like totally. you know the theater etiquette right away. No, you're some wonderful older woman or man, depending on what dressing room you're in, goes, "Okay, honey, yep. this is what's up." Yes, and we're grateful for those people, and yes, I have a few of them in my repertoire. People that yeah. were AJ, 
Oh yeah, but you, people that were like, "Honey, yeah. come here." Yeah. But it's, it's out okay. of love. It's, they wouldn't do it if they didn't want to help. If they didn't want to help, they'll like snap at you. But if someone's like, "All right, honey, right, we're gonna learn something today." Yeah. <laughs> We've all had those, and it, it also helps to see like you see other people who are young, yeah. and coming out of school, and they're making the same mistakes, and you don't, yeah. It's all it, we're all on the same team, you know. Yeah, and it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to remember those things. Anyway, I I do wish that like I had that that platform to, you know, grow grow up too. Yeah. Do you ever want to get because just some you know sometimes even from our parents there's um, pressure to get a degree and uh-huh. then you know even going forward it, it, did you ever want to turn any of your skills into a degree? Do you have any desire or do you feel there's a need for that? That's a great question. Um, I have a desire to learn more. Mm-hmm. I have a desire to um, possibly go to school for other things. Cool. Directing, you know, um, maybe a, an acting program at some point. That's a, not, mm-hmm. not a four-year one, not a degree one necessarily, but like yeah. th- I definitely have thoughts of that mm-hmm. to, to grow but as far as getting that piece of paper um it was it was tricky for the first couple of years when everyone was getting that piece of paper and I was kind of like oh my god I never saw myself as that person like I graduated with like yeah. a 93 average from high school like I was very like especially my last couple of years I was very academic yeah um so the idea of like being that one person in all of my friends and all of my circles who doesn't have that piece of paper was like uh, a heavy weight. You mean with your like competitive spirit? Well, I don't know. Like, I have wait no a idea minute. What you're talking about? I have no clue. Yeah, that feels weird. That feels weird. And like not my favorite flavor of life. But like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily as important for this industry if this is what I want to do. Yeah. That could change. I don't see yeah. it changing. I don't see myself wanting to do anything other than what I'm doing. But. You never know. Maybe one day I'll say, I'll say, no, my calling is teaching French literature. I, you know, yeah. then I'll want to go to school and get that piece of paper to prove that I can. I don't know. Um, I think it's uh, it's part of the rule book of modern day that we have to, like, have that piece of paper to qualify ourselves. And I, I definitely don't think you need it for this industry. I just think, uh, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but... You need it for other things, and maybe one day I'll want it, but for now... In this moment, you're like, not today, Satan. Not today. today. I'm going to keep that 40 grand for now. (laughs) Right? Like, let's invest it somewhere, you know, somewhere at the moment. In real estate, right? You were just talking about real estate. In real estate. And by real estate, I mean like a 500-square-foot closet of an apartment downtown Toronto. Yay! And you're like, I do that thing. Yeah, but that's an achievement. That is an achievement. That is such an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. All right, girlfriend, tell us about this. We just touched on it, but tell us more about the the CBC Over the Rainbow um, competition experience that you had. First of all, how old were you? I was 18. Yeah, I was up. 18. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about the whole thing, because that's a wild ride. Yeah, I had I had the best time. Actually, it was really interesting. My mom and I, when we were on that trip in in uh, Europe, that week, last week I was there. She said to me that um, she's like, when I dropped you off for that experience, you were a kid. 
you were a girl. You were 18, and when I picked you up, you were a woman. You were you were an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. Uh-huh. She never said that to me before, and I I, I never thought of it that way. Um, but it was like I've never experienced that type of pressure, that type of um, oh gosh. Uh, Danielle was saying for her, they even they would change her songs on the day. Yeah, and then you're then you're doing that song in front of 10 million people and go. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like and the, like Andrew Lloyd Webber sitting in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the, that type of pressure was unparalleled. I remember the first show, the first um, performance that we did, I, had, I, I was the last one of the 10 to sing. And I was singing Mambo Italiano of all things. And it was like, I was mortified. I was shaking. And Jeannie Wise like, took me by the shoulders and was like, you can do this calm down <laughs> and I was like okay and Love went out and it just it, it just happened like it was such a such a trust uh, experiment to just like trust your body that you're gonna be okay because it, the kind of stress that it put uh, me under specifically I think especially in the first couple of weeks it was unparalleled to anything I've ever felt before mm-hmm. and anything I've ever felt since it's the kind of um pressure that uh can like <laughs> paralyze you <laughs> like it's really hard yeah um especially at that age you're not even sure how to you can't even take into consideration the uh how how grand the, the, the stakes could be um in those moments perhaps that's a good thing <laughs> yeah perhaps <laughs> that's a good thing yeah um but I had I had the best time I, yeah it was hard but um those are that's film and tv like the I, what I've come to learn since then is that the the last minute changes are film and TV. That's just what it is. We can't get the rights. We can't do this. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to change this. This is better. Ten minutes go. You know? And that That's <laughs> that's just what it is. got to have a, a quick learning curve on that. Yeah, the is, ultimate lesson in adapting. Yeah. <laughs> on the fly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make it any less terrifying. It's just something you have to know you're signing up for before beforehand. What I found so difficult about that show was... Um, not being able to see my family, not being able to, like, you really felt. Yeah. Although we had each other, which was incredible, the, the Dorothys, <laughs> the Dorothys, um, we had each other to lean on, but we were really, like, you, you were alone. For me, I was alone for the first time in my life in that kind of way, and it was, uh, it was really hard in, in that aspect, but. Are you a full, are you a family person? I am you a family very person. Yeah, you, it's like, you're 18, you want your mom. Like, yo, you want your mom. Yeah, you yeah. I mean, at that point, at that point, I was, um, you know, on my own, like, but I, I still, like, I still call my mom almost every day, and, I, like, at, like right now in my yeah. life, like, I, I, I'm a family person, I love my family, and I, I've been, obviously, by myself and living on my own for a while, but, um, yeah, I, I, I value family a lot, and not being able to touch back, you know, it's literally, we couldn't. So, AJ. <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> You just got done playing and for your second season at the Showtime Festival. Yes. Anne of Green Gables has been running for what? How many fucking years now? I, I finished the 54th season. year. Yeah, it's going on its 55th. Amazing. Crazy. You're part of Canadian history as being Anne of Green Gables at the Showtime Festival. Like, why is that experience so magical and why is the part so magical? Well, I mean, you know, you, you were there for... Um, a, a while at the Charlottetown Festival, um, in all your glory. Um, it's a it's a golden <laughs> summer. It's a, in all your Kyle Musk glory. <laughs> I 
it was an incredible um, experience. I mean, having a summer there is a very special, uh, I feel, Canadian experience. Um, and getting to play Anne, Anne with an E, the one and the only. I mean, she is an iconic role for a reason. Lucy Maud Montgomery knew what she was doing when she wrote that heroine in the early 1900s. Um, she is a, a staple. You know, she's one of those parts that if you get a chance to play her, you, you never forget her. It's something that everybody has their their Anne inside them, right? That um, that part of your personality and that, that part of yourself that you wish that you could just have be all the time and accept yourself in every way and every facet all the time and and sometimes society knocks you down and you say no I want to be myself <laughs> right and I got to I got to play that awesome part it was the 18th and to ever do it and that's um yeah that's an experience I've always wanted it was a dream come true and I was so lucky to get to do it with the people that I got to do it with Susan Henley Sean Wright George Maswell like Aaron Hastelow like Legends, right? Like some of the best people Canada has to offer, and of course Adam Adam Brazier. I mean, yeah, I'm very so very very fortunate. Yeah, cool. And then and then we just wanted to ask you: Do you have aspirations in your life past you know past the immediate? What what do you what are your big life goals? Well, tonight I want to finish my laundry. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's no, like, funny, I'm like, ladies and gentlemen. Hours, I'm like, mm, maybe I can make a tofu scramble for tomorrow. That's, that's a I huge mean. win. No, I mean, I would love to, like, very long uh, future. I would love to direct at some point. I would love to, um, you know, have be a female voice in that part of the industry. But I want to do it right. I want to, I want to, you know, educate myself on on what that actually means yeah and yeah not do it by accident I want to that's something a part of my career that I really want to happen eventually and I would love to have a family at some point as well I would love to have kids um my my boyfriend Adam is uh very wonderful and he's very handsome and um, I think we'd make some decent babies, so that'd be nice. Some to, beautiful babies. I mean, some yeah, yeah. No, he's just way too handsome to be anywhere near me. They are a pretty Jesus. hot couple, you guys. No, he's an absurd. Anyway, um, so and he's even better on the inside. But anyway, it's fine. Um, so I love that, and also I would love to be. Uh, yeah, I'd love to be in New York at some point, working on my green card. So I'd love for that to happen. Obviously, that'd be nice. But pound yeah. that pavement. Pound that pavement. But like for now, I'm like, if I make like a decent like gnocchi in the next 24 hours, I'll be like, I win. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's the hashtag real life win. I'm not gonna lie. Right. <laughs> All right, you got final thoughts. Baby girl, I need some advice for women coming up, young actresses coming up. Throw down. Let's go. All right. Okay. <laughs> Best advice that I can give is like the advice that I can't take myself which is like just no matter what there's going to be a lot of people that look like you in every room that you go into and um it's gonna be a lot of people um a lot of people in this industry be yourself be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be there's no set formula to anything in life or this business so just try to be the happiest version of yourself and everything will follow um, yeah, 
That's like the advice I feel like everyone gave me when I was, you know, 16. And, <laughs> and did you like, listen did to it? Absolutely. Well, I tried. I definitely tried. <laughs> and, and I definitely continue to try. But it's the hardest thing to do, right? But if you master it, those people, I feel like those people in the business that have that ability to just, I don't know, like be the, the true tr- selves. Their truest selves. Mm-hmm. Like you guys and <laughs> doing what you guys are doing with it, like tits and teeth and all this, like like being being the most authentic and wonderful versions of yourself. There's a reason you guys don't stop working, right? Like it's it's an infectious thing that everybody wants in their lives and in the in in the office, right? Kyle is giving so, so. many eyebrows right now. <laughs> like, oh, She's yeah. like, oh, me. <laughs> no, but it's true. Oh, it's true. You. you know, you start it's to claim your parts. What you do is you claim your farts. You're a happy That's how you, that's how you get it. Yeah, what did we Put learn? Put it on your special skills, please. That is a great I'm a fart claimer. I'm a fart claimer. I'll even claim your farts if you want me to. That's so nice. What a good person. She's a legend. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then the last thing we wanted to cover with you yeah. before we sing is just um, – you know, there's so much pressure in this business. Mm. You jumped into your CBC reality show right out of school, right mm. out of high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so there's. do you think that having that much pressure on you right from the get-go kind of prepared you for the industry, just made everything else seem very easy in comparison? I don't know if easy's ever the right. word <laughs> um, I don't know like, right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah definitely I think there were moments on that show like singing Cindy Lauper uh, time after time time after time true colors it wasn't time after time true See, colors. can't even get the title right never mind the words the rest of that story was that I got the words wrong in true colors yeah so like after I did that and also this particular conversation um, you know you just you mess up and you uh you start to forgive yourself, I guess. I don't know. You start realizing that. I had this moment right before a show. I think the opening, the, my first opening of Anne of Green Gables, I was shaking. I was so nervous. And then I remember having a conversation with myself, as we all do, um, right before I was about to go on. And I was like, you are singing and dancing and saying words on a stage. And you'll do the best job that you're going to do. And that's going to be the end of it. There are people that are going to work right now that are doing, like, heart surgeries and ending you know like ending things yeah diseases and you know people who are saving lives and things at stakes that are so much higher than you going out and singing gee i'm glad you know go and have fun because if you don't have fun it's not worth it what are you doing doing? (laughs) so does that answer your question it does you won (laughs) you you nailed it girlfriend (laughs) which means i think it's perfect timing to sing. AJ and I are going to sing to Kyla. I can't wait. <laughs> A five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Bitches are lit. Titties out. Turkey's done. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 Thanks for hanging out with us 
while we caught up with superstar AJ Brydell. Look out for this one. There is nothing this little lady can't do. We just loved having her bright and bubbly spirit with us this week. You can keep up with all things AJ on Instagram at AJ Brydell. You know where you can find us on Insta? We are Tits and Teeth Podcast. We're on Twitter at Teeth Tits and our website is titsandteethpodcast.com. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us. And whatever you face today, make sure you keep your tits up and your teeth out because you bloody got this, mate. We love you.